But the number one thing I would tell you in biotech is that there, uh, if you look at the statistics of the drugs that become blockbusters and when they had coverage and when the coverage by these analysts said they would be successful, basically none of them. They're the the fact if you ever get behind a biotech and you say you know what the analysts are not with me that's a good thing not a bad thing on this episode of early bird joe springer host of investors club joe joins the podcast today to talk about biotech stocks in 2023 including why this is the year to buy into the sector and a look at joe's top biotech stock picks If you're an investor looking to stay on top of the latest market trends, then you're listening to the right podcast. This is Early Bird, and I'm your host, Stephen Lerner. Before we get to today's discussion, let me tell you where you can save time and beat the market through Early Bird, a free daily email newsletter featuring commentary about the latest trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and equity crowdfunding. Early Bird is designed to help individual and non-professional investors Stay on top of all of the critical investing trends. The newsletter is 100% free and is sent to your email box each weekday morning. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now, today's discussion. All right, Joe, welcome to the Early Bird Podcast. How are you doing? Uh, Stephen, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me here. I really appreciate, uh, really appreciate your invitation. And, and, I, and to find out a little bit more about you is really nice. You and I are sort of doing the same thing. You <laughs> sort of started a little financial media about a year and a half ago. So that, that's pretty good stuff. Good to meet you. Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 great time to to be doing this sort of thing. And interesting topic that you're going to be talking about right now will be biotech stocks. But before we do that, uh, Joe. Um, in about 30 seconds or so, what, what should the audience know about you? Uh, well, I was, a, I was a stock analyst in my previous life, became the number one ranked stock analyst in the world. Went away, did some other stuff. This is the, the fourth time I'm doing a show on the stock market, sort of like Mad Money. I'm, I, I love the idea of, of doing a show. Here's what I think about the stock market. Really, I, I can't get away from this. This is the fourth time Investors Club is the fourth time I'm doing it. And I've been doing it for a year and a half now every day. It's the first time I have a real go at it. So uh, we're doing the best research and analysis for the regular investors because the financial media is controlled by the institution. So it's it's up to you and me, Stephen, to now people like us. That's the new media is, is regular people uh, saying, let's get together and make a little community and do the best research uh, so that we can get to the real answers. And so that's what we're doing with Investors Club. Yeah, I'm glad to hear it. I mean, that we're trying to, you know, make sure we spread awareness, give people information, help people out. I think that's all very important. Um, biotech stocks. You know, um, of all the opportunities in the market, of all the sectors right now, why do you think this is a good time here in 2023 to go after biotech stocks? Well, we know that it's been such a rough. You and I came in, Stephen, and started our companies about a year and a half ago, right at the end of the bull market. (laughs) So it's been rough for a year and a half for the growth and innovation stocks. And that is when you buy. You don't buy after things have been running for a year and a half, you buy when they've been getting killed for a while. So this is right now, we're all the way back to 2015 levels. We've lost eight years. It's been a lost eight year period, almost a lost decade in biotech. And we know the sectors rotate, this different sectors go in and out of fashion. Uh, if, if you were to rotate in and out of different stocks, a, a certain stock may go to zero, but the life sciences industry is not. 
going to zero and it's been out of fashion for a long time and it will have its day and this is looking like a great time to rotate in and to wit we just had a takeout uh, this was this was a couple of weeks ago from the this is this is the middle of march middle of march there was a takeout with a 273 percent premium uh and so that's sort of indicating that the, the the huge values that how depressed these levels are artificially depressed if you ask me and then also getting speaking of the artificial depression we know from things like gamestop amc these are the companies these growth innovation companies that don't have earnings uh, to, to pay dividends and things. They're the ones that get artificially shorted with phantom shares and things like that. And for the first time in decades, these CEOs are fighting back with things like digital dividends, dual listings, defamation cases against the short and distorts. And it's uh, this is the first time ever, and we're seeing some real traction. So this is looking like quite a time to, uh, to get into the biotech sector. Yeah, I mean, you brought up a great point earlier. The Prices have dropped. I think you mentioned 2015 levels, uh, especially with what we've seen the past few weeks. But even that, just the past year or two, it's, it's dropped tremendously in the biotech space. Do you think this is the bottom, though, or could we keep dropping in the future? It's a terrific question, and I think that I, I wouldn't try to, to bottom take the market. It's just too difficult. I would buy when there's blood in the streets to pick the very, very bottom is I, I just think it's too difficult and, and to for example in, in in the the crash of 2000 2001 the crash of 2007 2008 2009 uh if you could go back in time without looking at a without looking at uh the the charts again to pick the exact day you'd probably you know you'd get in in the crash you wouldn't know the exact day and you'd wait a while and be really do really really well so to pick the exact day, I don't know, but I do think this is this is real blood in the streets. We'll look back at losing eight years, and uh, and we're we're less than fifty percent. We've lost more than half from the peak a year than a year and a half ago. Mm. Uh, so it, it, it looks it looks to me like these are sufficiently depressed levels. But it's a great question. Is this the very bottom? I, I don't know. I'm not trying to pick the very bottom. It's a terrific question. Yeah. So I mean, I always tell listeners uh, speak to a financial advisor when you're making these stock decisions, and you brought up some many great points, Joe. I mean, we know the biotech space is a great place, could be a great place to be depending on what investors are looking for. There's a lot going on in the space. Um, you came prepared. You have a list of stocks in biotech that you think maybe this might be a good opportunity to take a look at. Um, what, what's the top stock that you have on your list in biotech? Well, if the one I've been writing about, uh, the one I've been talking about the most, and there's the most excitement about uh, of all the stocks I talk about, is Cassava Sciences. And that's because Alzheimer's disease is the biggest unmet medical need in the world. The march of technology, science and technology, the last few decades has worked in cancer, heart disease, many rare diseases. Uh, if you have those, those, those awful diseases, your uh, outcomes have gotten better over time and then the the the, the, the in a, by all the measures really everything has gotten a little bit better and a little bit better and gradually better and better except alzheimer's disease it's the sad outlier mm -hmm. and with we know that uh, age is the number one risk factor and the baby boom generation is all moving in across the world into the alzheimer's age and it's an enormous enormous problem now uh, costing around half a trillion dollars in both direct combined combining direct spend and indirect spend because it's a disease of caretakers. And uh, this is only going to uh, go much, much higher, about triple, maybe even triple. Uh, so anyway, that has been there's been more than 100 failed drugs in, in Alzheimer's. There's still even with Lakembi's approval, it does not look like a good therapy at all. 
Uh, and so cassava sciences has some mytholam. It looks like we know that uh, Alzheimer's disease has a misfolding protein uh, component. This is targeting the misfolded protein filament A, which looks like it's at the one of the either the root cause or one of the root causes of Alzheimer's disease. And it looks like it is, in fact, uh, interfering with the gradual downward trajectory of Alzheimer's that leads to death. And people are doing very well in these trials. And uh, we've interviewed four people with family members in the trials, and they're doing very well. Mm. And they just, yeah, they just had a trial of 216 people in a single arm study. 200, uh, 125 of those were considered by their doctors to be responders. That was a year long and sent into the second leg of the study, which is placebo control. So that was most people were considered to respond. And uh, so, so it's just looking really promising. They're almost, uh, they should uh, fully enroll their phase threes by the end of the year, if not a little bit sooner. And so that one, they're a billion dollar about market cap right now, but that opportunity is at least a hundred billion. Yeah, wow. I mean, it's certainly an, an important space to be, to be able to provide um, pharmaceuticals for, for those types of patients. It, 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 it's such a horrible disease. And so cassava sciences, I see that's the top of your list. Uh, real quick, what, what other um, what other biotech stocks do you see as good plays in 2023? Well, I'll bring up one that's doing very well already, but it's just had a great event. And it, it, I love this company. And this is Fusion Pharmaceuticals. I recommended this one at $2 a few months ago. It's already got up to five. Uh, but it is a we, we know this is for oncology. We know radiation people blast not people. There's radiation is beamed from the outside to tumors, to, and it's effective. But it's also a scattershot approach. So what Fusion is doing is they're taking radiation particles and delivering them internally using monoclonal antibodies or small molecules or peptides to deliver these uh, radiated radiated particles, alpha particles, to the tumor uh, and to, to to do the job the radiation does in a specific approach and they have an entire platform of this they have probably the very very best experts in the world as the executive team including a founding ceo and they just raised money above where they were trading that day which in this market which is unheard of in the first place mm -hmm. but in this market it's very it's really unheard of and they did that they were able to raise money to make an acquisition they're a very small early stage company and they were able to raise money to acquire another company and so they're they're looking they're they're a platform in oncology looks very exciting with a terrific management team and the market is uh, is sending very encouraging signals on that one Good to know. When we return, we'll hear from Joe about the pitfalls of biotech stocks and his advice for getting started with investing in biotech companies. But first, let me tell you how you can become a more informed investor through Early Bird, a free daily email newsletter. Early Bird has commentary on the latest events and trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and crowdfunding. With Early Bird's daily weekday email, Investors can quickly stay on top of the trends and beat the market. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now, back to today's discussion. So, Joe, today we're talking about biotech stocks, and you're listing some of your top plays for 2023, and we'll get back to that in just a second. But I just wanted to play devil's advocate real quick. Uh, we talked about the benefits of this industry and why investors should get in. Um, there are a ton of risks, though, with biotech stocks. Many of them go belly up. Um, there, there's a lot of uh, volatility. 
Um, these stocks, some of them could be conceived as penny stocks. They may, they may not go anywhere. That You might lose all your money. Um, what do you say about the risks involved with biotech stocks? Well, in investing in general, the main trade-off is the more risk you take, uh, the more return you might get. So in things like the risk free rate, treasuries and things like that are traditionally very low because there's no risk. And so in order to get a return, we're talking about like with cassava 100x or something like that. Yeah. In order to get a return, you're simply not going to get uh, the ability to get returns like that without taking big risks. So it's very true. This is growth and innovation. Biotech specifically is a very risky area. And most companies will fail. Most investments in a single company will lose money. This is very similar to venture capital, where your winners must make up for your losers. You may only have uh, you may expect to have most of these be losers, but we just saw with Fusion, for example, I just got to be high, high at two, just went to five. Who knows where I could go? That one could be a big winner. The next Gilead's, Regenerons, Amazons, these companies are out there. And so it, this is the venture capital model where you are looking for 100Xs or 10Xs or 100Xs anyway, uh, something like that. And you are not expecting everything. If you want everything, most things to work out, you want to diversify into dividend stocks. You're not going to get doubles overnight, but you're not going to lose your money overnight either. So there's, it's a great point. There's a very high risk only for the very high risk tolerance. Mm, uh, great point you bring up there. High risk, high reward, take big swings. Um, but why not just you know pick an ETF or a mutual fund that tracks biotech instead of picking individual stocks in the space? Well, in that case, let me introduce you to the stock of Zoma that I just recommended. This is the kind of thing you're talking about. They, this is sort of the... Uh, they, what they do is they do royalties and milestones. So they have more than 70 drugs that they own a little portion of. And so they're diversi diversified. However, what they do differently is they invest early. So phase two is, is really when things sink or swim because it's, it's usually the first time when drugs are tested for efficacy in people. So this is the first time when, when you see does it work or not. And most of them don't work. Uh, so it's something like one third of them will will be will be positive enough in phase two to, to go on something something like a third or so. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so that's when they sink or swim. So that's when you get the the big move moves up or moves down a lot of times. And so that's when they're funding they're funding companies early and getting milestones and royalties. So when a biotech uh, makes a deal with Merck and gets to, to license their drug that the biotech developed, and now Merck's selling it. And this biotech has gets the, the the royalties. The Zoma, this company Zoma, gets a portion of those royalties, and it has that deal with I think seventy six drugs. So it's an interesting company. Like, and they have a, a expertise in monoclonal antibodies. That's the, their history. So then they switched about five years ago to this new model. So it's an interesting. You get to have to play these small biotechs, and the most uh, explosive part of the small biotechs while being diversified. So that's an interesting one. And that one also, if you want to, if you want income, that one also Zoma A or Zoma O, it also has preferreds for income. Nice. That's a good mix right there. Definitely yeah. an interesting under the radar type of play in biotech. Um, Joe, what, what other stocks do you have on your list as, as potential biotech opportunities in 2023? Uh, well, SC Pharmaceuticals is one I recommended. They're very interesting. SC Subcutaneous Pharmaceuticals. They you get when people have uh, hypertension from retaining fluids from uh, cardiovascular problems, uh, they from heart failure. They uh, they have to go into the hospital and stay for days to get uh, intravenous 
uh, diuretics. This is a this company has a I got behind it before it was approved and they got approved. They got a device you take at home and it gives you subcutaneous diuretic at home. People's outcomes are better at home. It's much cheaper at home and everybody prefers to be at home instead of the hospital. Doctors want all, all of the uh, people wanted the doctors that uh, admit these patients into the hospital are dinged. Hospitals know this is a big problem. So uh, Medicare and Medicaid ding them up to 3% of their reimbursements if they allow these patients to be readmitted. And it's the doctors that are the fall guys for that, uh, the fall people for that. So anyway, so all of the uh, all of the stakeholders want this. It's it's uh, it's showing up in all the formularies and that that's one that's already approved. And so that one looks like it's a now a sales story if the market wants it or not. And I think it does. So that one looks interesting. And if you want one that's sort of like that, that is up for approval, coming up for approval, that is Milestone, which is missed. They have a device that you in, uh, inhale up your nose to fix your uh, tachycardia, which is a three times heart rate problem that some people go to the emergency room for. So that those are there's two, there's two more there. They're sort of in the similar, similar veins, similar types of companies. Yeah, I, I mean, these, similar to the ones you mentioned before, they, they're certainly needed uh, for patients, but they also have an interesting opportunity in front of them. Um, you mentioned some really good biotech stocks. Um, real quick, what, what, what are some other ones on your list? Yep, so there's also, if you want another 100X, there's a company, Attire, with its uh, ticker is Life. That one has, it still has two years in trials, but if you're looking for another one like Cassava, if you're looking for a real high upside, mm -hmm. check out what you think that one could do in sales. It looks like they might be able to do $2 billion to $3 billion in peak sales, and their market cap's only 60 million. So they'll probably have to raise money along the way, but they've got a founding CEO. That, that's something we talk about all the time. Founding CEOs tend to outperform, especially in tough times like now. Uh, so that that's one that is is we talk about the, the venture capital aspect, the hundred X. That's one that's a possibility. Mm, the the founder um, thing you mentioned that's interesting because you know it's almost like as you mentioned before, being a v, VC picking those types of stocks, stocks that are have startups in nature but can grow into something more. Um, Joe, I was wondering what advice would you recommend to our listeners, retail investors out there? who are new to the biotech space and they want to get started in, in investing and doing research, what would you recommend to them? Well, I just created a biotech boot camp, a two-day biotech boot camp that it's, it's a two-day video. But by the time this comes out, we'll have already done it on uh, March 25th and 26th. But you can take that class and there's a book that goes with it. So there's a lot to know in biotech. But the number one thing I would tell you in biotech is that there, uh, if you look at the statistics of the drugs that become blockbusters, and when they had coverage and when the coverage by these analysts said they would be successful, basically none of them. They're, the the fact, If you ever get behind a biotech and you say, you know what, the analysts are not with me, that's a good thing, not a bad thing. The, nobody, nobody knows what they're doing in the biotech space, and that's not my opinion. They're, that's like empirical. Like there's studies on it. Uh, and so... And then, the, so along with that, as we know, uh, the financial media is controlled by the institutions. The institutions are not trying to help retail investors; they're trying to steal from them. If if a stock is good, they want they say sell it to us, not you should buy it. They tell you the opposite. So you should do your own work, knowing that those opportunities are out there, and the real experts are wrong. Empirically, they're wrong, and these opportunities are out there. And the the if the financial media is going to lie to you. So if you do your own work. 
the opportunities are there. And it's really a one-of-a-kind sector as far as these moves are out there. The Every day you look at the biggest moves in the market, look in the pre-market or whatever, which, which stocks are up 100%. It's almost always small biotechs. Yeah, it seems like whenever the, there's a biotech in the news, the, the reaction is, oh, why didn't I get on that earlier? Yeah. Or yeah. it's the opposite. It's like, oh, boy, good thing I didn't get on board. That, that looks that, pretty right? bad. <laughs> uh, Joe, thank you so much for coming on the Early Bird Podcast, sharing your insights on biotech stocks, some of the best plays for 2023, the pros and the cons. We really appreciate it. Thanks again. Uh, but before we wrap up the, the podcast, I just have one final question for you, Joe, and it's the most important question for today's discussion. Uh, that question for you, Joe, is what fictional world or place would you like to visit? The 1990s. <laughs> well, that was, that's not a fictional world. That's not a fictional place. <laughs> uh, let's see. It's, it's some, some, sort of, some, some form of the 90s mm -hmm. where we can all be friendly to each other again. Well, that sounds fictional enough. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you again to Joe Springer for sharing your insights on biotech stocks. And thank you to everyone for listening to today's discussion. We'll be back next week for another episode of Early Bird. Have a great day. <laughs>